Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Saturday, 5th November, 2022. Our bit today comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12, which says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. <laughs> My people, our lazy Saturday is here. But you know what? The old fellow has not been lazy this morning. He's been up and about his father's business early. For by my standards, I went to bed early. So I'm up at a reasonable hour on this somewhat cloudy first Saturday in November in this crazy, unpredictable year of 2022. But it seems the sun will shine through eventually. So let's just give thanks to our Heavenly Father for causing us to be alive today and go on our merry way rejoicing in his awesome love and friendship. And all God's children gave a grateful shout of praise the Lord for his goodness to the children of men. And those are wise words indeed, my fellow believers. Now, let's turn to the task at hand. That's deciphering the quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. And since he's only sent us three, hopefully today's bit will be shorter than usual. And the first one tells us, you don't have to be defined or confined by your environment, by your family circumstances, and certainly not by your race or gender. That statement does seem to be of some significance especially in light of the machinations in our current society where we are constantly being pigeonholed, placed in an ever smaller box for identification purposes. I don't know why what we look like, where we come from, or the class of our family is all that important. But nowadays, those factors seem to be getting more important rather than less, as you'd expect in a global multicultural society? Now, is that the devil's doing or the antichrists or some new world order trying to narrow down our demographics so that they can pick out a chosen few of a certain type? Who knows? The important thing though is that your race, creed, gender, family circumstances, none of that really matters. The only thing that matters is that you are a child of the Most High God, Jehovah. That's because his kingdom includes everybody and he makes no distinction as per your background, but is only interested in your going forward, in your future. And we can see that in Peter's words to the early Christians, where he says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that's God's own special people that ye should show forth or proclaim the praises of him who had called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. And that comes from 1 Peter 2, 9-10. Yes, friends, 
with the miraculous coming of Jesus, all barriers have been broken down and we are now one nation unto God, regardless of our color, creed, gender, race, or whatever definition you want to choose. As Brother Paul wrote to the Ephesians, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes or once were far off are made nigh, that's near, by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition or division between us. And that comes from Ephesians 2, 13 to 14. And isn't that wonderful? The shedding of Christ's blood at Calvary broke down the walls between Jews and Gentiles, making us all the one church of Christ. So please, let's not allow them to define us as anything but the children of God, because that's who we are above everything else. Now, the second quote tells us, we all have problems, but it's not what happens to us. It's the choices we make after. And that's true to a large extent. In many cases, it's our reaction to our problems that causes us more pain and sorrow than the problems themselves. That's why it's always necessary to have a good attitude when problems surface. And though that's easier said than done, if you are a child of God, a follower of Christ Jesus, he will enable you to bear up under any problem that comes against you. As he faithfully declares, yes, we spell declares right, as Jesus faithfully declares in John 16, 33, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Wow, what an awesome promise. And if we believe him, then when problems arise, we won't be running around like chickens with our heads cut off, but be able to adopt a good and sensible attitude towards them and handle them successfully with God's help. Now, please note that Christ did not say we won't have problems, but rather the opposite. We will have tribulation in this world, especially if you are a believer in Christ. And Brother Paul confirmed that in his second missive to Timothy when he wrote, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But you know what? Then to the church at Rome, Brother Paul turns around and makes this most important and definitive statement. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And we know that comes from Romans 8, 37. How wonderful it is to know that despite the many problems we face in this life, that Jesus will help us to handle them with a good attitude. And the last quote says, you do not find the happy life, you make it. There's much truth to that also, because we just can't sit down and expect to be happy since the world doesn't generously give out happiness, but rather tribulations. So for happiness to exist in our lives, we must actively make ourselves happy. That's do things that will make us happy. 
However, not everything that makes us happy is good for us. And too often, happiness depends more on our circumstances than our normal way of life. Meaning that happiness is not always a persistent frame of mind, but very liable to change as our circumstances do. But when we talk about joy, oh brother, then that's an entirely different story. For joy is a basic way of life, a stable and steady perspective that doesn't change with our circumstances. And you know what too? We can only have true joy with Jesus as the Lord and Savior of our lives. And that takes us back to our earlier conversation on handling problems, about having a good attitude towards our lives in general and problems in particular. And it's only with the peace and satisfaction found in Jesus is that possible. That means our biggest and most important need in this life is to find Jesus and to stick to him like white on rice. For when we do that, our joy will overflow and we will enjoy the abundant life he died for us to have. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Jesus is the answer to everything in our lives, yes. And that's the indisputable truth, my people. Jesus is the answer to everything good, bad, or indifferent in our lives. But once you have Jesus, you have a stable, steady outlook on life. And he helps us to do whatever we need to do. So please, let's get out there and live for Jesus. Do what he wants us to do. And we all know what that takes, but we just ignore it. We don't want to do it. But if you want to see heaven, then let's go out there and live for Jesus today. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.